Welcome to the SBCN Small Biz Podcast, your connection to the small business community. Thanks for listening. We're dedicated to bringing you the best small business trends and tips. Visit us online at sbcncanada.org to find other ways we can help your small business flourish. to introduce as my guest tonight on the SBCN Small Biz Podcast, Dave Ockwell Jenner, who just happens to have the same name as me. Yeah, it's, a, it's an amazing coincidence. I'm very happy to be here. Oh, so Dave, do you want to tell um, our listeners a little bit about yourself, please? And keep it short. I know you like to chatter. Yeah, I do tend to go on. Um, so as you heard, I'm Dave Ockwell-Jenner. Uh, I work in the cybersecurity field. So I've spent the last 20 plus years of my career battling evil bad guys and girls, wherever they might be, trying to get into our computer systems. Wow, that sounds really scary. I'll promise not to be a bad girl. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, um, I've been having some conversations lately with some of my connections, and I know what Zoom is. I use Zoom a lot. I think it's a wonderful resource. And um, the word spyware keeps popping up. Mm. And first of all, even though I'm married to you, I should know what spyware is, but I have no idea. So what is spyware and how does it affect Zoom, if it affects Zoom? Yeah, it's a good question. So spyware is uh, is really just an example of a broader category we call malware. So malware is short for malicious software. So it's just software that's doing something that we'd really rather it wasn't doing. And spyware specifically is software designed, as the name might imply, to spy on you. Um, that could be you know, anything from taking pictures of you through the webcam, uh, listening to your conversations through the microphone, or in most cases, you know, recording the keystrokes that you make on your computer. So that sounds quite scary. Um, should we not use Zoom? Well, as it relates to Zoom, there is certainly nothing to suggest that Zoom is spyware. I mean, if we think about this logically, it's designed to listen to you and it's designed to look at you. The purpose of Zoom is so you can have video and, and audio calls. So the software certainly has the capability to uh, to do, do those things, but it's being done under your control, you as the person using Zoom. Um, and one of the, the nicer things about Zoom, uh, if you remember a little earlier this year, earlier on in 2020, um, there was quite a lot of attention around the security of Zoom, uh, and there was a lot of media coverage suggesting it, it maybe wasn't quite as secure as it could be. And I think that's probably true of a lot of different software. Uh, Zoom just was the, the, the flavor of the day, I guess. Um, one thing that Zoom, the company, did in response to that, though, is they actually hired a, a whole bunch of very well-known security people to advise them on how to evolve their product. And I think where we stand today, uh, a little bit later on through the year, um, we've started to see some of that. So Zoom security features have certainly been enhanced since the earlier days. Um, It is a lot more secure. And I don't think there's any reason to think that it it is classified as spyware. Um, Obviously, got to put this in there. Some people probably won't believe you and won't, you know, won't use Zoom. And that's fine. But I just had a thought. We have something called, um, I don't know what it's called, it's a round thing, and it's called Google, and we talk to it. Oh, yes, the little Google Home devices. No, I love it, and I've got nothing to hide. So, but sometimes, you know, as you know, I've said something to you in our home, and it thought I was talking to that 
could that be classed as spyware? I guess in certain definitions it could. I mean, the tech, from a pure technology point of view, these things are designed to listen to us. Now, the way that they actually work is that they're listening to you all the time. It doesn't mean that they're recording you. It doesn't mean that they're sending that that, that audio stream back up to Google or, or Amazon or whatever make that you have. Um, what it's doing, though, is just listening for a trigger phrase. So there, there's a certain phrase. I won't say it because if you're listening to this podcast on the speakers and, I, you know, you happen to have one of these devices, I don't want to set the thing off. <laughs> Um, but once you say that trigger phrase, that's when the device starts sending what it hears back to, uh, you know, either Google or Amazon or whoever, so they can do that processing and understand what it is that you're asking it to do. So first thing is we shouldn't gossip about our friends <laughs> in case they come into our home. And I mean, then... <laughs> it's generally good advice whether you have one of these or not. Yeah. I suppose so. But the other thing is I'm not going to rob a bank. <laughs> Absolutely. And, it, and it's important to know, uh, I mean, I, I have one of these devices in the office here and when I'm at work, there is actually a button uh, on both ah. the Google and on the Amazon devices that, that physically disables the microphone. Oh, I didn't know So that. you can actually have it sat there. And if I'm having a sensitive conversation and I'm in any way you know, concerned about having that in the earshot of the device, I can just turn the microphone off and it, it literally doesn't, uh, doesn't listen to me anymore. Would you say there are a lot of people, consumers, purchase these kinds of products, services, without actually knowing what it does and then get scared when people spread rumours about mm. it spying on you when in reality they should educate themselves and be more aware before they make the purchase. Yeah, I think that's probably a good idea. I mean, a lot of these bits of technology have all kinds of fancy features and, and you know, if you don't necessarily fully understand them, you could interpret what they're doing in many different ways you know uh, i think it's quite easy to think about anything with a microphone you know sitting there listening to you and it's not to say there haven't been cases where things have been found to be listening um, it's not always done maliciously sometimes it's accidental right the software developers maybe build some uh, piece of software or feature in there and forget to turn off a feature that they were using while they were testing and, and it's stuck around and for some reason the microphone is sat there listening to you. But I think on the whole, um, the, the best way to do it is to do your own research. Um, you know, certainly security experts, uh, uh, much like myself, you know, many of us have taken these devices apart, in some cases physically taken them apart, um, to really understand and work out what it is that they're doing. And you can go and see the fruits of their research. Just search online. Isn't it true, though, that is it called a smart TV? I know we have a couple in the house. They also listen to you. Mm -hmm. So Very really, true. I mean, if you're that kind of worried or feel threatened... Just turn off all the hydro, the electricity. Don't have, <laughs> don't have no, seriously. I think it's about being aware of the products you're buying. Um, obviously, I trust you because you're my business partner and husband. But, you know, not everybody will trust a professional, whether it's a health professional or a cybersecurity professional. So what advice to, to, you know, to finish our conversation, what advice would you give to our listeners if they are thinking about using Zoom in particular? Because I love I love using Zoom. I find it safe. I find it easy. I find it affordable. So I want people to not be scared of it. Yeah, and that's an important message. I mean, any time there is a technological advance, you know, it doesn't have to necessarily be about Zoom or, or 
you know, these devices that give you a smart home or any of this kind of thing. You know, even when, let's say, a hammer was first invented, I'm sure there was healthy skepticism around a hammer. Uh, any technological, uh, you know, uh, evolution or advancement, I think, brings some of those questions. And we shouldn't necessarily be scared to embrace the, the positives that technology brings. But I think it, it does make sense for us to have a little healthy skepticism, right? So there's a phrase in our industry, in the cybersecurity industry, called trust but verify. Mm. And I think that probably applies, right? We trust that the technology is going to do the right thing, but we should also verify to make sure that nobody's telling us any fibs. Um, as it relates to Zoom especially, it's something I've actually fielded a lot of questions over this year. Um, actually, uh the organization I work for, we migrated to Zoom as our, uh, our conferencing platform. Um, we are a security company. So clearly security was at the top of mind when we were selecting a vendor. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, it was partially not because Zoom is the, the best or the most secure. It's because they demonstrated exactly how to do the right thing when there is a security issue. Uh -huh. So when people earlier this year discovered some things that weren't quite right, Zoom didn't kind of, you know, back away and say, no, 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 you're using it wrong. Mm -hmm. They said, yep, our mistake, we will fix it. And they did. So that for me, I think is uh, is a very nice endorsement that they know what they're doing. And so I feel comfortable to use it. That is good. So basically, people have the right to make choices and have opinions. But ultimately, I wanted a conversation today about Zoom. We've had a really great conversation so um, for everybody listening out there, you can trust Dave. He's a Brit. They're very trustworthy. <laughs> That's what you often say to people. It's funny you say that because I, I usually open you know, my conference talks because people are trying to work out where the accent is from. And I usually have a slide or two at the beginning saying, hey, I'm from Britain, so now you don't need to guess where the accent's from. And I said, so that instantaneously makes me trustworthy. Uh, and a lot of people start grinning. And I'm like, why would you trust a Brit? Go look at any Hollywood movie. The bad guys are always British. Talk yourself out of a job, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll be back soon with another SBCN uh, Small Bees podcast. Mm -hmm.